Welcome to the Process of Purpose podcast. We're here to help inspire and motivate people to find their purpose through the process of spirituality, health, and wealth using godly principles and values to break through to the life that God has called us to live. I'm super excited about this episode on the Process segment. We're going to have Pastor Robert Spina on, and he's going to be sharing his story of hope. Uh, you know, Pastor Robert, everybody looks at him, looks up to him, but we all have something that we struggle with. And, and Pastor Robert had, uh, you know, something in his life that happened. His his wife passed away uh, 12 years ago. And, you know, for someone to go through that and, and push through and really keep following God, to have the faith to believe, God, I don't know why this happened, but I know that you have a great plan for, for me and my boys. Uh, so he's he's one of my mentors. He's, he's a really good friend. He's my pastor. So I'm super excited to share this with you. I hope you guys can share this with somebody. Uh, I've had, you know, family members that, that, that have lost kids and stuff, and I, I really never had an answer for them. Uh, but what Pastor Robert shares in this podcast is super amazing, guys. Uh, share this with somebody again. Uh, here's the episode. Pastor Hope Unlimited Church. I'm the lead pastor. My dad founded the church uh, 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. It'll be we're celebrating 26 years in a couple weeks. And um, I took over four years ago. Nice. So I over. I'm the lead pastor of our Los Angeles location, and then I also um, oversee Hope Unlimited Churches America. And so we have uh, four locations in the U.S. And uh, God's beginning. That's something brand new that we're yeah. just starting. And um, That's all within like a year. Right. And um, also I get to be a part of uh, Hope Unlimited Churches internationally. And so with that, um, I'm excited because I get to help influence and speak into the churches in India and Australia along with America. So um, awesome. it's exciting. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm super honored to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on for, for some time now. And it's finally happened. Uh, I'm not scared. It's an honor to be here. I, I'm really not scared just to like do it because I remember I was like trying to get it right so I can have Pastor Robert on, and he just said, "Hey, let's just do it." Right, and we've had technical difficulties tonight, but we're gonna get through. Yeah, no, it's gonna. It's that, that's how good is it's gonna be because right. we're struggling a little bit, but people are gonna be excited to share this with somebody. They're gonna be ready to go. So, uh, yeah. So let's just go right into the questions. Sounds good. Why or or how are you so passionate about the vision that God has put in your heart? So, so I'd say, um, first to answer that, I would want to share with you what that vision is. Yeah. Um, what, one of the things that I believe passionately about is, um, people having hope. Obviously our church is called hope unlimited. Yeah. And I think that, um, most of the reason why people make bad decisions in life mm-hmm. is because they get to a place of being hopeless. Mm. Um, they've been hurt. They've been betrayed. Um, things haven't worked out the, the way they thought they would yeah. or the way they thought they should. And it causes them to enter into despair. And so sometimes when, when they're feeling despair and feeling hopeless, um, we, that's when people make all these stupid decisions that we yeah. see people making every day of their life. Yeah. We're saying, hey, we want you to fulfill your purpose. But the reason they're not is because they don't have a hope in believing that, that it can be fulfilled. Yeah. And so, so my vision is for people to find hope. But again, that only comes through a loving, living relationship with Jesus Christ and with, with an understanding of who God is in their life. Yeah. And that's where the church has misrepresented God. Uh, you know, you look at statistics and they'll say that people have no issue with, with God, but they have an issue with the church. Yeah. And that's because uh, the church has told them what not to do 
as opposed to who God wants them to be. Mm, that's good. Um, yeah, I just that just came out. So, <laughs> that's actually um, yeah. really good. So, so instead of telling people who they shouldn't be or what, yeah. what, what not to do, we should tell them who they can be. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think that, that when we, that's my vision, is to say, hey, God's created you for more. Uh, you know, the statement of our church is that your tomorrow can be better than your today. And I believe, I believe, I believe that's true whether today's really difficult or today's really great. Yeah. No matter how good, we serve a God of more. Mm-hmm. There's, there's infinite possibilities. And um, so there's always more that he has in store for us. Amen. So that's my vision. And so the reason that I'm so passionate about it is because there's been some hopeless moments in my life. Definitely. There have been some times when I look around and... Um, you wonder, uh, is it worth it? Um, yeah. why am I doing what I'm doing? Uh, what's the purpose of life? Um, yeah. And, and in that, in those moments of feeling that way, I don't want anybody else to ever feel that way. Mm. And so, uh, I believe that it's my mandate or my call or my passion to, uh, reach as many people with an understanding and a knowledge that God loves them no matter where they are. One of the things so I say awesome. every Sunday is um, there's nothing that you could say or do and there's no one that you could have been and nothing that you could have done that could separate you from God's love. Amen. I'm living proof of that. Yeah. I've yeah. Heard, heard the rumors. <laughs> you heard the rumor. <laughs> rumor has it, awesome. bro. <laughs> well, that's, that's really good because there's a lot of people in that, that same situation right now going through those you know similar problems or... Uh, really struggling in life right now, and they're like, "Well, wh- why is God putting this on me?" So, yeah. can you can you share your story of hope? Yeah, you know, and what I love, I love how um, you reference it as my story of hope. Yeah, um, that's one of the things we do. You know, a lot at church on Sundays is we have people do video testimonials of their story of hope, and I love that we identify it with the solution as opposed to the problem. Yeah, uh, awesome. I always I always joke about how um, people in the Bible we always reference them to their. Uh, reference them as their problem the woman with the issue of blood the yeah. blind man the you know the um leprosy and, and the leprosy or you yeah. know and so we're, we're identifying them with their deficit or their condition mm. um and so we could say uh share your story of loss yeah but that's not the end of huh. my story the end of my story is hope um at 28 mm-hmm. i lost my wife to mm. uh cancer uh she had been sick for three years so at 25 um, she was diagnosed with cancer. She was three months pregnant with our second son, mm. uh, Connor, who was 13. And my 15-year-old son, Caleb, was one year old. So mm. uh, we went through three years of her at City of Hope, going through bone marrow transplant strokes. And um, I actually went on staff of my dad's church uh, one month before she passed away. Wow. And so I found myself in a position of having to make a choice. Yeah. Uh, I come from international sales. Um, I knew it. I was comfortable with it. I was good at it. Yeah, you're probably really good at it. But at the same time, um, you you have this calling and this purpose that's greater than what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And, and I was faced with the moment of having to make a decision. Do I go back to what I know or do I do what I believe God's called me to do? And I think that's what a lot of people are facing in their life right yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. Is, is you're comfortable with where you're at. But you know God has more. They listen to your podcast. They, they, they uh, read books, all of these things of knowing more. But are you willing to trust him? Yeah, to be faithful. In that, in that uncomfortable, unknowing position. Yeah. And um, so I ended up staying on staff. And uh, that was 12 years. It'll be uh, 
12 years. 12 years ago. passed away in October. Wow. So, um, how, how did you stay faithful? Like you said, you, you went on staff. How did you stay faithful through that whole process? You know, um, one of the things is I had to remind myself, and again, I like the way that you posed the question because um, God has been faithful through the whole process. Mm. So the, the, the way that I remained faithful through the process was a confidence of knowing that God would be faithful yeah. to me and with me through the process. I, um, you know, there was, I led worship at the time in my dad's church. And um, so I, I led worship every Sunday while she was sick. Uh, she'd be in ICU on life support. I'd mm. lead worship. Then um, she passed away on a Friday. I took off one Sunday, I, but I was still at church. I didn't lead yeah. worship, but I was at church on Sunday morning. And the next Sunday I led worship again. And, and it, it went back to a knowledge of, even though I was disappointed and realized, and there was years after of struggle and um, wrestling with the why, because we yeah. all have our whys in our life. Yeah, definitely. You know, why did this happen? Or why did, why did I lose this? Why did I, um, things not work out the way that I wanted them to? What could I have done different? Right. And, and we yeah. all have those questions. Yeah. We all have those, those doubts. But um, for myself, I had a confidence. And it was probably being raised growing up, knowing who God was. Yeah. Um, and so what I always say is that I didn't need to know why. I just needed to know more of him. And, and so what I did is I, I dug deeper into relationship with him as opposed to running from it. Because, yeah. you know, our natural response is always to run. Yeah. And um, so I did run. I just didn't run away. I ran too. Mm. And, you know, because the word says to run boldly into his throne room of grace. And so sometimes you know, maybe there's even some people who are listening and they've been through a lot and they've been running, but yeah. they've just been running to the wrong place. Yeah, they, they turn to other things. I mean, I've been there. I turned to to alcohol, drugs, uh, you know, other things. I, I, I didn't even it, it didn't even bring me any fulfillment. Right. And you decided to say, hey, I'm going to run to God. Right. And for me, it was things. I love to buy stuff. And so I always said I, I, I had retail therapy, yeah. but because, you know, I'd see like a watch or I'd see, you know, something and it's like, oh my gosh, I have to have that. And, and, and it was exciting for a week yeah. or two, but things cannot fill the void mm -hmm. of loss. Yeah. And, um, and the same thing, like you said, with extracurricular activities, <laughs> they, they will always leave you with an empty feeling at the end because that's yeah, not real definitely. hope. No, it's definitely not. It, 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 it goes away for a, for a couple of minutes yes, or maybe a couple of hours. But usually what ends up happening is it compounds itself with guilt and shame afterwards. And yeah. you end up actually feeling worse than you did in the beginning. Yeah, you start getting, you're building this uh, like snowball effect yeah. where it's just going to, it's going to hit the bottom of the hill and it's going to be ugly. Well, but, and that's what I love about why I'm passionate about what we do also. And with Hope Unlimited Church is there is no guilt and shame. So yeah. it's like, hey, you messed up. You messed up last night. God loves you. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, definitely. You, you know, it's Sunday morning and, and you had a crazy Saturday night. You know what? A lot of people did, but they didn't choose to be at church Sunday morning. And so I'm believing that God's going to meet you right where you're at. And, and, and it's a process. Yeah, definitely. One of the actually one of the first times I went to Hope, I was uh, I was hungover. But. I smelt it. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, we actually I think it was for Nathan's uh, bab like the, not baptism. Nathan's uh, when they do the baby dedications. Okay. And I went on stage and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh. You were lit? Yes. Like, I was still like, not even like not even there, man. See, look at it. And look at what God did. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and, it, and nobody judged me. And I'm sure they can smell it. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I was just kidding. Yeah, I know. But I'm sure somebody did. Because people, yeah. 
the way the culture is, I hope everyone approaches you. Uh, if they see a new face, they're like, hey, let me go talk to this person because we don't know where they're going through. And um, people kept coming to me, and I'm like, stay away. I don't want to hug were you. They were coming to you because they were wondering if you had some more on you. Yeah, I know. They're like, hey. No. <laughs> I don't know if you ever knew that. But, yeah, no, that was one of, the, one of the first times. And, uh, but, yeah, like he said, look at, look at us now. You right. know what I mean? Uh, now you have trusted us, Crystal and I, by leading one of your, your ministries and, and uh, the HALPS team. or yeah. the service leaders. Service, yes. Yep. But it's. They have a, we have a new name for it. It's um, experience team. Experience team. Okay. Awesome. Yes, the experience team. <laughs> That's beyond me. Yeah. Hey, delegation. We, we, we got that, great teams. Yeah. Beautiful thing yep. of delegation. So, um, going back to it. What words of encouragement do you have for someone that's you know gone through something similar or is really at that point where where they they just lost all hope? You know, and and what I've learned is that. No matter what somebody's going through, if it's the biggest thing they've ever gone through, yeah, it's huge to them. Mm. And because what happens sometimes is um, I can go somewhere and I'll share my story and talk about because I can get some grueling details, you know, of, yeah. of what we went through, and uh, you know, people will be like, "Oh, you know, well, what I'm going through isn't that big of a deal," but but it is to you. Yes. And and again, one of the things I like to say is that. Um, for God, there's nothing too big he can't do and nothing too small that he's not concerned about. Mm. And, and so no matter what it is people are facing today that are watching or listening or sharing, um, it, it just because it isn't as big as what other people have been through yeah. doesn't mean that it's not something um, important to them. Definitely. And so what I would encourage them in is that, you know, just some simple things. Reach out to somebody who has a relationship with God. You know, uh, community is huge of knowing that there's people in your life that you can trust to say, I need help. Yeah. Um, you know, just, and, and knowing that God's there to listen. Definitely. And no matter again, what you've done or where you've been, he's just waiting to hear from you. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you again, begin to take on the image of God as father, and we think about a father who hasn't visited from his child or heard from them in a while. And they're going through something. Yeah. The nature of a loving father is to want to hear from their child, to know they're good. That's good. And so I would just say, like, he knows what you're going through and he just wants to hear from you. And what, what would you tell those people who, who say, hey, how do I even reach out to God? Like, how, how do I do that? I've never done it before. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's as simple as a conversation. Yeah, right. That's why I say it's a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just beginning to talk. It's beginning to, to um, share your heart. You know, there's nothing that he doesn't know, but sometimes he likes to hear it. Yeah. And he wants to hear your voice. He created your voice. He designed your voice. Amen. He made each one of us unique and different and beautiful. And there's a sound to your voice that brings joy to his face. Mm. And, and I, so I would just encourage you to just begin to talk to him. Yeah. Just say, hey, God, like, I've had a rough day. Yeah. And, and I promise you, just from that, the beginning of that, the peace that can begin to come to know that you're not alone and you're not going through it alone. Yeah. Just having the faith to say, hey, I don't even know if I'm talking to anybody, but I'm having faith enough that someone's listening. Yeah. Right. Because the way I, I, I do it through prayer, but at the same time, I actually like write as if I'm writing to God. Okay. So I journal out a page and I say, hey, God, Did I'm going to wife tell you to do that. Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if she does any journaling, but <laughs> that's something that I do and I've committed to doing. 
every single day for the next 122 days. Wow. So every single day I, I do my devotional, prayer, uh, journaling, and then reading and all that yeah. good stuff. So something I committed just to. Uh, but sh- I love how you say that it's not just writing what you're hearing from God, but it's also talking to God. Yeah. And it can work both ways. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's crazy because sometimes like I'm actually like writing and I feel like he's telling me what to write. Yeah. And so most, I want to say maybe 70% is me talking to him, talking, speaking through my right, writing. Right. And the rest is him speaking to you through your writing. Crazy. That's awesome. Crazy experience. And I, I, I can't even like say like. But again, it's also you just being willing to um, submit yourself yeah. to, to God. And that's, and that's really what we're talking about. And, that, mm-hmm. and even if that's the simplest step of somebody saying, hey, God, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's that simple invitation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've been there. I've, I've I stood there like, all right, God, are you listening? When, when I open, like if someone, listening? Right. and at first I didn't hear anything, you know, but I just kept, I stood faithful, kept doing it over and over. Right. And then eventually when I felt the presence and I was like, okay, this is, this is real. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. So, um, you know what? Thank you for sharing that story. Cause, uh, I know it's not the easiest thing to do and. You go up there every time and you're open about it and you're really changing people's lives by sharing, you know, one of the biggest things that happened in your life. Well, and I think that people need to know that, um, that I've been through it. Yeah. One of the things that somebody shared with me, a, a pastor, a mentor, had said that it validates my voice. Yeah. So when I, when I say, hey, your tomorrow can be better than today, uh, it's not just fluff. It's not just hype. Mm. It's not just um, some slogan. It's something that I had to walk out every single day of my life mm. when um, raising, being a single dad of two little boys through birthdays and through first days of school and, and all of those life moments, um, I've had to have faith and believe that God has even better things in store for our tomorrow. Yeah. And so it's not just something I say, it's something I live. Nice. Awesome. So with all, you know, the story you just shared, what, what type of impact would you like to make in the church and in the kingdom? I think that if, if we could be known for something, yeah. um, it's really the, the thing that I want to be known for is letting people know um, that God loves them. That's so good. I mean, and, and that's really, it's, it's, I know it sounds so simple, yeah. but I think that um, so many people have a hard time really wrapping their head around that yeah. because um, it, it so goes against what uh we've been taught and from you know uh, i grew up in church and children's church and it's like well god's happy with me if and it's very conditional and and when we understand that his love is unconditional it gives us freedom to be able to explore our relationship with him see when we're worried about um somebody's acceptance of us being based on our behavior we're going to constantly go back and forth between uh, they're, they're happy with me or they're not. Yeah. Or I, and and when, when you just have a, an understanding that, that he loves you and he wants the best for you, I want people to be successful. Yeah. I want to be known for having um, a church that makes an impact. Definitely. That, that people's lives, that, that somebody like you who is driven and um, believes God's called them to do great things can find principles from God's word, can be at church on Sunday and get something that you can apply to your life yes. to be able to change your Monday. Yeah, and definitely. that's what I want to be known for that. It's like, man, the church is not just there to make people's spiritual life. Good. I want us to be there to make people's lives. Good. Yeah. You know, I, um, 
it's a desire that people's lives be healed. And what I say is your whole life. So too often we think of people being healed as just a physical thing. Yeah. But it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's relational. Yeah. And and so I believe that the church, our church is going to do an incredible job in the future of raising up people whose whole life is well. Yeah. And that from that whole life healing, they'll be able to do incredible things to impact and reach even more people. That it's not about me. Yeah. But it's about who I can raise up to be even greater influencers. To raise up other people. Right. Yeah, that's so awesome. And and I feel it. Being part of the church and being part of the congregation, I'm getting that from from Hope Unlimited. And and by you leading it, I mean, like I said in the beginning, I don't know if we caught this at the cuz we had a some technical difficulties. Some 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 issues. Uh, <laughs> but the way you just impacted my life. Um, I came in and I, you know what? Thinking back, I I, I think I'll never forget this. Uh, I came in and I think we had Thanksgiving maybe three years ago. Okay. I was brand new to the church. Uh, some reason, somehow we got invited for, for a Thanksgiving dinner by Don. And it was like people from his life group. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you had cooked and it was a bunch of good stuff. Either way, uh, you had, you had, yeah, I'm, I am hungry, actually. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I remember you asking me, like, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. Why, why do you love people so much? And, like, where, where does it come from? And I shared my story with you, and it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, but now I know why. Because I feel like God has called me to just love on everybody. Yeah, and, and you're great at it. And, and that's what, like, my number one goal when I go to church love on as many people as i can it's like intentional right because i feel like god and i'll never forget you know those those moments in life where you just never forget like yeah it was such a simple question right but it has such an impact on my life like okay well what is my purpose right and i feel like just that question helped me get to what we're doing right here wow loving on people And, and we have no idea that was just for me a simple conversation yeah but for you, it was the beginning of something that would propel you to, yeah. to so much more. And so we, I think sometimes we don't realize the impact we have on other people's lives mm, when we good. stop and take a moment to just ask something about them. Definitely. If, if they could take anything from this story, that, that, that's huge right there. Yeah. That's really good because... Take a moment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. say, hey, how, how are you doing? Right. How's your day going? Or, you know, and obviously I recognize something in you. Yeah. That ability to make people feel loved. Yeah. And and I think that if we would uh, focus more on recognizing gifts in other people as opposed to trying to get them to recognize the gift in us. Yeah. Um, we really would good. be able to make a much bigger difference. Yeah, definitely. And and I know Pastor Robert's heart is so good because he would like literally pick me up and we'd go to like a little seminar type of thing. Remember we went to that uh, church in oh, Rancho? Right. Yep. And and it's funny because I remember like like I could probably not do anything for Pastor Robert at the time because I had no money, nothing. Like it was just nothing. He's like, I'm going to invest in you. I'm paying for your ticket. We're going. Right. And so I'm just truly thankful to to really have you in my life as a, as a mentor, uh, someone that I look up to and that's someone that's really bringing hope to just everyone around them. Thank you. It's, I appreciate it's an honor that. to serve with you. Yeah, thank you, and I, I, I'm like seriously, man. I, I, I really like, I love you, and I just love what you're doing. And, you too. And I'm excited. So, 
thank, thank God you married Crystal. Yeah, thank God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's funny because Pastor Robert says that she keeps me grounded. She does. Because I'm like up here, I leveled a hundred and million, whatever. And she just kind of brings it back down. Say, hey, what's, let's just look at Keeps it. Keeps the train on the tracks. Yeah. And it's a good, it's, we're, we're a good, uh, we're a good pair because yes. we go, we go right in, you know, hand in hand with each other. So again, thank you so much for being on. We still have a couple of rapid fire questions. We're going right. to go right into them. Sometimes I actually like these more than actually the questions I come up with. Uh, <laughs> I hope the questions are okay. I, I, I sent it to him. I said, hey, is everything okay? He didn't say anything, so I, I'm, I'm guessing they're, they're okay. I'm sure we're good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what's one tip? Well, let's, let's put it this way. If you, if you can go back in time. Yep. Right? You have a time machine. And you can go to any age and give yourself one tip. You can't change anything that happened. Okay. What age would it be? Oh. Okay. And what would the tip be? Probably 13. Okay. And I would say believe in yourself more. Mm. Um, it took me way too long to believe in myself. That's good. Um, it, it took other people believing in me first, which, which is for most people. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I didn't have a lot of friends. I, I, was, I was made fun of a lot. And um, I just, I, I didn't believe, I had no self-value or worth. And, um, it took a lot of years of having to pull that out of me. I always knew that something, something great was in me, Yeah. but, um, I didn't value or have self-worth. So I'd mm-hmm. say, believe in yourself. That's good. That's good. And I actually go through that sometimes when you guys ask me to go on stage for like the rally and stuff right. like that. Like I get really nervous. Remember that time I did, I think I did an access, uh, like offering and it was the worst ever. Like it was really bad. And, but you guys continue to believe in me and keep yeah. putting me up there. Say, hey, go keep failing. Go figure it out. You know what I mean? So that's. This makes perfect. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Because I look at you and I'm like, man, how did like this guy has. So, it? so I'll tell you. Um, uh, I don't know if it's a secret, but when because um, I, again, led worship from yeah. when, or part of the worship team from when I was young, like maybe 12 or 13 in church. Really? Yeah. And um, I wasn't leading at the time, but whenever I would have to lead a song. And I'd have to share some, you know, like some, inc- how Ace, you know, like yes. you know, said something. Um, and I'd never know what to say because I was scared. I was embarrassed. So like if the song started with, you know, shout to the Lord or something, I would say, all right, everybody, shout to the Lord. <laughs> and then I would, so all I would do was like say the first words awesome. of the song yeah. because I didn't know what to say. I was scared. So, you know, it just goes to show like sometimes we can look at people and see them what looks like. Um, operating in a gift where they're yes. comfortable and no fear. Yes. But we all start somewhere. And my start was repeating the words of the song before awesome. we did it. So it's all we a all process. have to start somewhere. Yep. We had like, like pastor Justin said this past week, trust, trust the process. Yep. Awesome. So next question, uh, what's your favorite movie? Something that you can just watch over and over. I don't have a favorite movie. No, because I don't like to watch movies more than once. Really? Yes. I, I get bored the first time. So unless a movie is really, really good, you haven't found I one. Check out as far as my I I don't watch a movie more than once. What about TV show? Any f- favorite TV shows? Favorite TV shows. Um, I really enjoy real estate, so I like um, watching all of the rehab shows, the flipping shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so House Hunters is like my go-to. Nice. On, um, on my TV. What is it? HGTV, right? Yep. Our brokers just got a, a new uh, show on there. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's called oh, excuse me, Fearless Fix. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Check so, no, I love, because I love real estate. I love looking at houses. I love. I like real estate, too. You do. 
<laughs> so uh, that's my that's my go to TV show. But movies, I get bored easily. Yeah. Yeah. So if I've seen it once, it's like. Have um, you seen Forrest Gump? That is a good movie. That is a good movie. Is that your favorite movie? It is my favorite movie of all time. And Man of Scotos, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say Forrest Gump and jump on the bandwagon? Sure. Forget we'll do it. I, I liked it. Jenny. Yeah. I love you, Jenny. Barbecue yeah. shrimp. Yeah. Gumbo. Yeah. Pineapple shrimp. <laughs> barbecue shrimp uh so what would you say your weakness is my weakness yeah um i would say one of my weaknesses because i have many is um that i can judge quickly okay um it's also a gift so usually our gifts are also can be weaknesses definitely so um I have the ability to just look at something and come up right away with a thought around it. Mm -hmm. Either that's good or that's bad or that's, that's going to work or that's not. Um, and so the, it's a great strength as a leader of having to make decisions, but it also can be a weakness when I don't allow, um, there to be room for me to be wrong. Mm. And so, um, I try to create that. Yeah. Um, even though I want to operate still in that ability to make quick decisions, to still leave space and room that I could be wrong. Awesome. What did you think of? No, I'm kidding. We won't, we won't, we won't <laughs> ask that. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, you came in drunk to, to church. That's what I thought of you. I didn't even know. <laughs> um, if you had one gift or talent and it could be anything, anything at all, what would you what would you choose? One that I don't have. Yeah, that you don't have. I mean, because I already, I got. Mm-hmm. No, I'm mm-hmm. no, um, <laughs> if I could have one that I don't have. Whistle. You, really? I can't whistle. You can't whistle? Nothing. Nothing? Nope. Not even like how you try to like do a thing? Yep, I've tried them all. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, no yeah. whistling. Really? Can you like put your like tongue into a, like a taco? You yes. Can, but no whistle? No whistle. All right, we're going to have to work on that. Yeah, so it's like you know, if I had a, a talent, really? I'd, be the whist- I'd whistle while I work. I wish I could sing like you guys because... Uh, I know the, the, the older ladies yeah, at I church. I wish I could draw, too. Really? Can't, I can't even draw a stick, man. It's horrible. Same here, man. Yeah. Same here. But you can sing, right? Cause I, I can, yes. I, I, when you did that Christmas special yeah. one time, all the all the ladies at, at church were bringing out their phone. They're like, oh, Pastor Robert. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's yeah. A, he was a man before Ace, huh? I was. Ace yeah. and I together led worship for years. That's awesome. It's funny awesome. to think about that. Yeah, and then I see you fired up when um, we had Marcos Wit. Yeah. Oh man, that was like that was passion right there, man. When oh when I came up at the end. Yeah, that was, that was. Just wait, we have Pastor Darlene coming and she's going <gasps> to lead worship in a couple weeks. And, so be at church because yeah. you guys. And it's funny because you actually pointed at me the other day and he, I see, everyone was like jumping and I'm like Pastor Robert, I have no rhythm. Like Zero. Jump around, bro. Get yeah, I'm excited. like, and I'm, but I'm like, have my hands up. That, that's about, about as far as I go. So, thank you so much for being on, Pastor Robert. It was, uh, it was awesome. I, I really appreciate you, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure there's tons of people who got something out of today. And guys, share this with somebody. Share the love. Share, you know, um, something. Someone might be going through something right now that that this can definitely change their lives. Yeah. And I didn't actually tell you. I didn't tell you that we we're gonna end this way. Uh, but usually when I end, I say. If nobody loves you, Jesus loves you. So, okay. so we're going to go ahead and end that way, okay? All so right. You, I say the if nobody loves you, and then you and say And then we say it together. No, you say Jesus loves oh, you. Oh, okay. So it's okay. like you set it up for my, you know. Yeah. Usually uh, I, I was too excited. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell Ace either the last time. Yeah. Matt Escoto knew for somehow. Can I just, um, like, bless the people that are listening real fast? Yes, definitely. All right. 
Awesome. So we blo- every Sunday, as mm-hmm. we conclude service, we pray Romans fifteen thirteen over mm-hmm. everybody. And so I just want to do that real fast. So for whoever's listening or whoever listens to this, because yeah. Romans fifteen thirteen, it's powerful scripture. It says, "May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace Amen. as you put your trust in Him." Amen. Then you will overflow with a confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, if nobody loves you, Jesus loves you. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you.